0: You're listening to Outside Radio Hey and welcome to yet another episode of Queering It Up A show that talks about all things queerness Last week we had the first part where we spoke about sex And that was with David Bryant I hope you listened to that and you enjoyed it Today we have a fellow African from Kenya who will just be discussing his life journey and being in China and being married so welcome Mark
1: thank you thank you thank you so much this is long overdue I think right you and I having one of these conversations I think is long 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 overdue let's do it. let's educate some people <laughs> let's educate me let them eat cake let <laughs> 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 Um, oh so Yes, let them eat cake honey, yes
0: So Ma can you just like tell people who you are, where you're from, what you do Because we like on this show for people to introduce themselves Okay Because like my friend who does um Aggie Girls Club She lets the voiceless get a voice mm-hmm. And as queer folks, we tend to be voiceless True So now in on this show, on this platform, we allow people to Tell their old story. So, can you just let the people know <clears throat> who you are, where you from? Or oh, the, the
1: 419. Oh, the, the 419. You? <laughs> Do you know where that is? Do you know what that where is? is 419? That, that's, that's from Nigeria. 419 is oh, like... No, bitch. The 411. <laughs> The, <laughs> the, the Oh no. The, the scheme. The scheme from, from Nigeria. They call schemes 419 these days. <laughs> the 411? Yeah. We're only way. giving people cake, not 419. <laughs> so my name is Mark. Mark Alan Karanja Ngina. I am from Kenya, Nairobi, Kenya. And I am a scriptwriter, editor, and at the moment I work for a family magazine here in Beijing. Ah, okay. Is there anything else you need? I, I, I didn't mean, say?
0: like, I was like, I came to China.
1: Oh right, but it's children. I I came to China like fifty thousand years ago, or it feels like that. No, I came to China three years ago. This is my this is my third summer here. Um, and I came twenty seventeen. Yes, and at first I came as a student, and then started working at uh, Beijing Kids. Yeah that's the lifestyle
0: yeah 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 so we
1: we have a couple of brands in china actually so one of them i think the most well known is the beijinger mm-hmm. that did the burger fest and all that lovely stuff and then we have beijing kids and then we have the chinese version of the beijinger and then we have the chinese version of beijing kids for beijing and we have the same for shanghai so you do the english one or the i do the english one yes okay. yes So can you just tell
0: us, how was it growing up
1: in Kenya? Honestly speaking for me, it was a mixed bag in very many ways because... um, Sorry, (laughs) I'm fidgeting with myself. Um, Just talking to a couple of my friends who were queer in Kenya or who were gay. Honestly, I can't keep up with the terms these days. I'm like, am I saying the right one? Um, Let's just blanket it and say queer. Yes, queer. Their experiences were far more negative than mine And I think that is just because I lived a very protected life by my mother My mother was one of those, she was a single mother And she essentially did everything and more And because of her strong personality it meant that a lot of things that would have otherwise affected me I suppose, um certain bits of negative projection from other people um, Didn't quite reach me and now when I'm an adult, I think back and think oh That was said to try and hurt me or to try and make me feel uncomfortable however when I fully knew or when you know my sexuality was known in the family that we had a massive problem Really um, that was when I was about twelve. I was actually outed by one of my teachers oh. in primary school, and what happened was there was this boy in my class. I will not say his name, uh, but I I thought he was one of the most beautiful men I had ever seen in my life. When I say men, I mean I was twelve; he was fourteen. To me, he was a man, um, and I decided to compose a letter to, for him, for him to him, and um, I gave it to him, and I lied stupid me and said that it was a letter that was given to me by some girl on the street who had seen him And I would be waiting for a response so Cut to maybe a day and a half later. I get called into the principal's office And he sits me, you know, he sits across from me And he asks me Do I know anything about the letter that was given to this young man? And I said yes
0: Who's asking? Your teacher?
1: The the principal Um, and I think something inside me knew what was going to happen So I resolved to just say the whole truth and see what would happen Were you not scared? I think I was more scared about living a secret life If that made any sense And I've never been, I've never felt like when you've been discovered Or when something has been revealed in your life that you should carry on with the charade. Okay. Just open up and let the pieces fall where they may. Mm. Um. So, my teacher then proceeded to ask me whether I was brace yourself a homosexual. Oof, that word. That word. Isn't it? Isn't it a <laughs> horrible loaded word? And you only ever get to hear it in Africa. It's like he's a homosexual. it's Like <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> call me a gay man. Just call me gay, but I think they think that sounds a little too cute homosexual holds more Gravitas, it's what's in the law. Yeah. That those, that, oh those those queens, honey. No, no, no. Like homosexual. Homosexuals exactly Um, So he said are, are you aware that being a homosexual is Against you know what the word of God says And I said yes But before he said anything else I said But I have always been this Mm. I have never been anything else So what you're saying is being me Is wrong Is against the word of God Mm. What happened after that Is I discovered that they had called my mother Already Behind my back Mm. And she was in the office next door Weeping her little heart out because she just discovered that her only child was gay Oh. And I was in a religious school So, obviously What follows naturally Is an exorcism No
0: bitch, you're
1: not gonna oh, say you yes. on got Oh yes <laughs> No oh, yes. bitch Hands on head, every single thing Kneel down, let's pray for you, let's cast out this demon And let me tell you In all honesty After seeing that reaction, I really did wish and I really did hope that I had a demon. Um, I really did wish and I really did hope that I had a demon. Yes. And seeing such a visceral reaction from people made me understand something very quickly. It made me understand my life would not be easy. Mm. And that would be maybe one of the mildest reactions I would ever get in my life from anyone. And I honestly hope there were, there were times when I would pray and I would fast and I would try as much as possible not to be this thing because it was something that 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 obviously caused my mom such distress. It was something that that also caused strife between me and my father because as soon as he found that out, he essentially cut me off. I mean we didn't really have a relationship, but that's like essentially he, he got that like that thing that said, "Oh yes, now oh, exactly. I have a reason. oh yeah. And, and let me just give you a little bit of context My father has other children And two of his sons were in either the army or the, the GSE. I don't know whether you guys have that in South Africa The what? The general service unit you know, oh, okay. The guys that are called when there's riots So oh. those big manly men and his other son was doing something manly somewhere. I don't know <laughs> And then there was me Um And he was also just one of those people who believed in machismo And I remember one of his favourite lines was, you know He has many problems in this world, but women are not one of them Who said that? My father Oh Oh oh. Oh, yes, bitches ain't one Um, So, at the time I really really hoped that something would change in me And in the meantime, my parents, my cousin even started paying for therapy. Mm-hmm. For me to attend therapy.
0: Therapy for you to better understand yourself or oh, no. to pray the gay way. Oh no no. To no talk no. the gay way. Please
1: let's talk the gay way. Let's pray it away. Let's wish it away. Let's do something.
0: To get this shit out of To head. get
1: this shit out of the way. And that was coming right up to when I was meant to join high school. Mm. And I went to an all boys Catholic high school. No, <laughs> You're not going to all boys. Catholic high school. An all boys Catholic high school. And I remember one of the reasons why my mother wanted to take me to that school was because they were the basketball champions of my country. So those who know know. <laughs> they now know which school that is. And I was like, know When have you ever seen me interested in sports?" <laughs> Let alone one that requires me to dribble balls (laughs) Can you dribble balls? We can dribble (laughs) balls Oh, no, no, no We can dribble balls Not balls, okay? (laughs) Balls, Balls. yes, balls (laughs) darling Not balls And, you know, and dunk And by then I was really short, like I was maybe, I was a tiny little person Uh And there goes my mom going, yes, you'll go to this school because it has a good basketball program I was like, really? I'm, I'm, happy no, like, I'm, I'm happy someone enjoys it. No, I'm happy someone enjoys it because surely it won't be me <laughs> it's, it's definitely not gonna be me um, and the therapy continued and The thing the one constant thing about my therapy up until maybe when I was 16 or I think it was yeah, 16 was through getting therapy and through talking to these people I learned how to tell people what they want to hear Mm. Because Because even though they claim to be professionals, even though they claim to want to help me in quotes They were not interested in helping me. They were interested in Recalibrating and reprogramming me Okay And in order for me to stop whatever it is that was happening or to at least make it a little less painful for myself I gave them them, what they wanted. I I, I gave them cake. They ate cake. They They (laughs) ate the cake. I was like, eat the cake. And they were happy about it. I have never seen people who were prouder. And then something interesting happened when I was in high school. I came to realize that my fellow countrymen had a problem with the idea of a man being with another man, but they had very little problem.
0: With women,
1: with a man being trapped in a woman's body.
0: Debunk that.
1: Unpack it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> so I essentially switched from being a gay man mm-hmm. to being transgender. Oh. Back in high school, I wasn't really. Oh. oh, oh, oh. But I, w- I was an effeminate man. I was. I was an effeminate boy in mm. in this. Testosterone filled environment and I was you know, I was tiny. I had my little voice and I, I, I was basically Yeah, obviously. Oh To that I have I have a little story about joining high school my very first day One of my one of my friends who would later become my friends Came up to me on the corridor before we went into class and he goes, hi, excuse me. I Thought this was a boys high school I was like, is yeah, it, yes, it is and he goes what are you doing here Bitch <laughs> I came to study Just like you And I was like I joined the school And he goes But you're a girl So that happened to me a lot And I realised that I would use that To my advantage But how did that make you feel At that moment
0: Because I'm like What is happening Why are you asking me These questions Or by that time You already understood Had some sort of understanding That These questions might come out, Because you already Were you in tune With who you were
1: I was in tune with who I was. I was in tune with who I was just because if you go through life with everyone questioning you all the time, all the time, you're either one going to be eternally confused and withdraw entirely from the world. I love the world too much. I love being out. I love being with people. I love enjoying myself. And so two, you go out there and you find a solution or you, you have different personas that you assume when you're around different people. Right? So in school, I had my good friends who knew exactly who I was, they were fine with that. To my conservative uh, teachers in high school, I was something entirely different. And something else happened, which was, they changed from being militantly angry at me, to pitying me, because, you know, like one of my teachers, my biology teacher, would call me into the office and we would have conversations and the gist of our conversations would basically be poor you, it must be so difficult being you and also because I had to every single week before going to therapy because I, ha- I would have therapy once a week I would have to bring a letter to either my class teacher or the teacher in charge or whatever for them to sign off on me leaving school early. Okay. so it was always there was always that underlying it must be very difficult for you poor child and more so Did you ever take advantage of your, your mother? I didn't know how to um, I didn't know how to Because also that was um, Even though I had one or two very good friends It was a very lonely time in my life It was a very very lonely time in my life Because I had suddenly gone into my teenage years And I could no longer hide my difference as childhood eccentricity I come from a family that is essentially ruled by very, very strong women, extremely strong women. And my mother is one of them. And she has always been a loner. She has always been one of the most brilliant people I've ever met, I've ever met and I've ever had the pleasure of knowing. And one thing that I learned from her was, you never have to put yourself out there. If you have something, people will come to to you. you. And that happened to me in high school. I never... Try to put myself in 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 many things because the other side of it for me is if i'm not 100% into something mm. I will not do it. I'm like a cat that way if if I do, if I say i'm not moving i'm not moving mm. if, I, if I don't want to do it, I won't do it But I did have I would say some compensating aspects of myself um, Number one I was a good writer in school so even though my classmates didn't particularly like me (laughs) in that way or didn't want to associate with me they would ask me very nicely and very politely to to write love letters for their girlfriends so there was that so they had to be nice to me because of that Um, and the second thing was i was in my drama club and my first time out in in my drama club i won my school its very first trophy in in drama which they had never had before But my principal hated me so much that he scrapped the whole thing What? And only reinstated it after I left high school What a fucking bitch I know, I know, I know Fuck that hoe, fuck you <laughs> mister <laughs> Whatever his name Whatever is Whatever your name is, fuck you Yeah Um. <laughs> and the other side of it is This this will make me sound a little murderous But I'll say it anyway Um. I remember one time Someone, he was rather big and he was a prefect Came up to me and he was trying to bully me And I, my, my, my whole thing has always been disengage. I'm not interested, I'm not going to, I'm not going to breathe life into whatever it is that you're trying to grow mm. uh, So he was, as a kid say, well, as we used to say back then, all up in my grill mm-hmm. <laughs> He was, you know, very up close, very confrontational and he said, I'm going to beat you up and I said, fine But if you beat me, you better make sure that I don't get up from the ground Because if I do, that will be you
0: I bet you will do he,
1: he never talked to me again and nobody ever did as well Because I made it very, very clear If anyone tries to do anything physically to me I had to explain to them i will not i will not fight fair i will not yeah. fight like a boy i will not you know like fist the cuffs no i will hit you with anything and everything that i can and my goal will not walk away with pride my goal will be to maim you simple oh and that's on period so no i i didn't, I so didn't you-
0: you didn't even deal with Buddhism. You
1: ended I didn't. it before it started. I didn't, but I tell you something very funny. One of my one of my high school best friends really got it from the bullies. Mm. They they would target him. They would beat him. They would call him names, and that was never me.
0: Cause I'm gonna get you.
1: If I do, you're gone. Simple.
0: Your journey in finding out your sexuality in high school. How did you deal with boys and liking boys then?
1: Well. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you making a face? Because I am ready for the answer.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready or not, but I'm ready.
1: Okay, so like I told I didn't have any bullies. But I did happen oh. to have a lot of admirers. Oh. A lot of secret admirers. Oh, yes. In this macho... In this macho... Big school, like... Testosterone complex, yes. Testosterone complex. I had a lot of admirers. And I would sometimes come to class in the morning and I would find gifts in my desk. uh -uh. Um. I would get notes. At some point, I had a whole class husband. And people knew that, like... Honestly, I don't think that for that entire year, I took down notes in class. Because the only thing we were doing was filling up our notebooks with conversations we were writing to each other. That was my experience. Um, at a whole boys' school. In a whole boys' school. At a testosterone, a macho cent, macho centric, whatever. Complex. Complex yes. school. Yes. You were. You had a, a at, husband. At the school, that dick made. Yes, honey. I had a whole husband, and I had a couple of. Yeah, I had a couple of liaisons, as they say in French. I had, I had actually, um, without thinking about the, the psychological implications of what I was getting myself into because obviously I wasn't in, a, in the mental position, in a mental position to fully understand what was happening I came to proper full sexual fruition in high school
0: wow.
1: I had quite a few encounters with different classmates And nobody Like going all the way Yeah Not just like Pick on the cheek Oh no Like Inside inside Oh yeah Oh yeah (laughs) Like every once in a while You know like You know you'd you'd be You'd be in school And then you know Someone would come And stand next to you Just The most random things And you know Maybe you like Obviously you like them But you never thought That they liked you And Uh you've never done anything Because I mean I don't fuck with nobody Nobody fucks with me Unless (laughs) gonna catch that oh yes you better you better eat that cake bitch um and then you know someone comes stands next to you and you're like okay whatever they're standing next to me but they're standing a little too close to me because nobody stands that close to me and then you you know you feel a hand slip through into your hand and someone drags you behind bushes and they they start kissing you and the next thing you know they want to follow you home and they're asking you when your parents are not around and they're introducing you to your to their home friends, but not to people in school. So I had I had entire lives. So fast forwarding to okay. you
0: coming and moving to China, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So how did that happen?
1: Well, that is tied into my relationship. Oh. So um, I had never had any intention to move to China, mm-hmm. and up until the year that I moved here, I knew very little about China. If anything, I was Terrified of this country, it's because you know you hear <clears throat> you hear a couple of things and you think, oh my God, I don't know how anyone ever lives there. Um, but my partner and I had been in a long-distance relationship for a year, and we decided to take the next step. Now, where did you meet your partner? <laughs> this is sound very very nerdy, but we actually met on a language exchange site. Ah, yes. Um, and he approached me and he knew so much about Kenya And he was asking me about my tribe And I was like, nobody knows anything Not about like my that. tribe yeah. Yes, and you know, he had read a couple of books And he goes, have you read this? Have you read that? I mean, what's the... link? He from? A, he's a linguist um, He's from Ireland Ireland Yes So, for about a year and a half We were internet buddies mm-hmm. And, you know, we got very, very close But I knew that I really liked him But he was going through the process of recovering from a rather difficult relationship that he'd had and i was you know in my whole days not really actually not really just but you know you know that that time in your life when you're really looking to date and put yourself out there but all the men that you meet always tell you the same thing it's like Mm -hmm. i'm not looking for a relationship but as soon as you you end things with them the next thing you know is they they are in, in a they're in a full blown, we've yeah. moved in together, we have each other's photos on Instagram type of relationship And you're like, what the fuck That was this? last week! Yeah. Like, what? And you realise, oh the common denominator is me. They don't want to have a relationship with me. Please don't say that that's going to make me stop thinking about my life. No, but you that's have to. to. That's going to make me think about my life. You have to though. Like, no. I, I honestly... I'm not the problem, it's them. No, I, I had to, to really just have a come to Jesus moment with that. Because I kept thinking, mm, there's a pattern here. Mm. If, if, if a forensic pathologist came here, they would be like, there is something that happened That leads to? That leads to Mark Let's follow the trail And I was like "Mm." I've dated different races Different ages Different nationalities Doing different things in my country Mm. I've tried online I've tried in real life And all of them are basically saying the exact same Same thing. thing There is a common denominator here I'm not good at math But that much I know if this is a fraction, I am at the bottom <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one balancing this whole sum <laughs>
0: Not <laughs> the fraction is.
1: I am I the one balancing like, all the sum A fraction, a
0: fraction
1: Yeah, like, that was like, I'm, I'm underneath I'm the one who's balancing everything It's like, all these numbers are on top of me um, And I just had to have a come to Jesus moment And one of my best friends uh, His name is Torben Just Told me, listen You're overthinking this. Just go out there. Don't think about attracting people. Just go have fun And in the meantime try and make as many friends as you possibly can and that actually worked Uh, But in the meantime David and I were getting closer and I knew that I liked him But he himself had also said the exact same thing Um, And I thought okay fine then cuts to maybe a year after I had told him that I liked him he sends me a message and says Hey, what are you doing next week? I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing next week. Why do you ask? You being all the way over Ireland, there. Yeah. He goes, well, my annual leave is coming up. And I was thinking of coming to Kenya to visit. Oh. Mind you, a couple of months before that, actually at the very beginning of our friendship, I'd suggested that he come to Kenya to visit. And he said that wasn't in his, his, plan, in actually, his plan anytime soon. And he told me the country that he wanted to visit. And actually, I caught feelings. I caught feelings. I had. I felt something. I felt a little something. But I was like, okay, fine, whatever. Uh, then you know, him saying this, and I and I flew into a panic, and um, uh, I I relied on a, a previous job, a little bit of job work experience when I worked as a personal assistant. Yeah. So, you know, looking for flights, looking for this, looking for that, looking for this, and all of a sudden, a whole trip was booked and then you know i went into a panic mode because i thought i really really like this guy and he's coming to see me me, and we've had the conversation and he doesn't want to stay at a hotel and i told him fine he can have my bedroom but he doesn't want to have my bedroom where were you staying at that time um my mother was living with me so we were in a two-bedroom apartment in nairobi Mm. well the outskirts of nairobi and i thought you know my mom is gonna like him and she's going to obviously ask me questions about him had
0: you told her before about him
1: yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, okay, I need to tell you something When I first knew that I liked David, that's his name um, Was when, at the very start of our friendship We would Skype for 24 hour loops What do you mean? As in, if we started talking at 9 o'clock my time uh-huh. We would stop at maybe 9 or 10 o'clock my time tomorrow Oh. So we'd basically have an entire day together Talking, watching things Two about what? For so long We have never lacked things to talk about Really? He's the most interesting human being I've ever met in my life Look at you like <laughs> Trying to hold the emotions <laughs> Shut no, up! No but on. it's true, it's true He's maybe Not even maybe, he's An extremely fascinating human being Intensely intelligent, like I am I am a chatty person. Yeah. When he's around, I really don't say anything because Mm -hmm. he's just so fast. I just I'm just like, keep talking, keep keep saying more words. I really don't care. Um so Which year was this? That was when we met online. Um yeah. Yeah, when we met online that was twenty fifteen. Okay. And that was June twenty fifteen, and then he came to Kenya in November twenty sixteen. And I remember going to collect him at the airport And I was feeling so nervous Because that, was well, that wasn't the first time I was going to pick someone up That I liked from the airport another story entirely And I remember thinking, oh my god This, this is just going to end so horribly Because that year You
0: are already psyching yourself up I was
1: already psyching myself up for something For a, re- a really, really bad end Because that entire year Had been one heartbreak for me after another It had been a very, very difficult year. Um, I had dated a guy only to discover that he was married. And then went on holiday and fell in love with... I mean, I don't know whether it was a crush or fell in love, but fell in love with... I'll say love with this guy and ended ended up extending my trip in that country only to come back and think, you know, maybe we can make this work. And then he just shut it down entirely. And then, you know, the the on and on dating with a couple of other people that seemed promising. And I was like, this is honestly... You remember that pattern Mm. I was talking about? The pattern was holding. Um, So when he arrived, I honestly wasn't prepared. So what happened was I decided I would not allow us to be still for a single minute. I would pack those seven days full of activities. So... Moving from one side of the country to the other, to going to this place, to that place, to overnight trips, to driving here and going there. Just so that we don't have any time to... to, Or rather, I don't have any time to think about things. But in the end, whatever happened, happened. And that was essentially the beginning of our relationship. Because that's when I actually found out that he liked me. And one of the only reasons why he had never really accepted to say that he liked me was because I was a hoe back then. No, Because... I would share my experiences dating with these people and in his imagination there were far more people out there and I had, mm. you know, very many, I won't say balls, very many oranges <laughs> in the air just juggling all of these oranges in the air
0: <laughs> so yeah So here's the reason why you ended up coming to China We're each other's reasons for being in China How so? Because you had just said that
1: um, you never thought of coming Neither did he, oh, neither yeah. had he So at the time when we thought about moving to or or living together He thought of moving to, to Kenya mm-hmm. But there isn't a massive market for international teachers in Kenya yeah. Just there isn't um, And then moving to Ireland That was off the table at the time just because The logistics of trying to move to a European country on an African passport is just absolute hell especially when you know you're still in a fresh relationship you have to think like a visa agent sometimes like if if you were the one considering this visa would you grant it the answer is no yeah so you know you move on so my thought was and also I was quite jaded about the process of applying for a European visa as an African just because it never ends well or it rarely ends well and it's dehumanizing and it's Long and expensive and tedious. Have you been there though to to Ireland? No, oh, no you haven't, haven't visited no. his hometown. No, no. Um, but his parents have come to China. Uh, okay. ah yeah. Um, so I decided, or we 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 talked about things that he knew, some of the things that that constantly make me anxious, and we decided that we would move to a country where both our passports would be on an equal plane. Yeah. And I don't think you can find another country like that in in the world other than China Because China really does not care where you come from They really don't care who you are If you're applying for a certain type of visa, the requirements are all the same same. for everyone Period If you're a foreigner, you're a foreigner If you're a foreigner, you're a foreigner and that's it Um, And that's how we settled on China Plus also, honestly speaking, between the time when we decided that we were going to do this We are going to take the next step to when we moved to China was basically three months So you guys moved here,
0: right? Yes You moved to China Yes And how, when did marriage come about?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so Obviously China does not recognize Yeah
0: um, Same-sex marriage Same-sex
1: marriage But I have this ring Can you describe what this ring looks like? Just, describe it on ring <laughs> Why are you wearing it on the right also? I will explain.
0: Oh, okay. Bitch, be jump into conclusions. Damn. Hey, Mac, a it has a heart mm-hmm. and it has hands within the heart uh-huh. and a crown. Is that
1: a yes, crown, right? It is. It's a crown. So, this is a traditional Irish clattering. So, he had one of these made for me because this is every single thing that you need to have a healthy relationship oh my God. the hands represent friendship the heart represents love and the crown represents loyalty oh so he thought about this he thought about it and he didn't tell me about it so he went got it made in ireland and then he came and said i have something i have something to give you but i don't know how you're going to take it if you say no, that's fine. If you say yes, that's also good, but here it is, and and there it was, and he had my my measurements and everything Where did I get your measurements from? I have no idea, the man is a genius mm. Mm. <laughs> the, the man got it, yeah Love is nice, eh? And love is delicious, I tell <laughs> you Now that's cake I can eat Oh Um. But why are you wearing it on your right though? So this basically means that I am in a relationship Okay if I wear it in the exact same way, facing out, the crown facing out on my left, it means that I am engaged. And if I wear it in this way, it means that I'm married. Uh-huh. So obviously, we do not have something that is considered a legal marriage. Mm. But this is something that he and I did for our, ourselves. Oh, yes. okay. So you're not legally married? We're not legally married. because you never married. Been, but we're married because we've never lived in a country that allows... Same-sex marriage Oh shit, because Kenya also Kenya doesn't have it And we would have to go to Ireland to do it And then the visa shit comes exactly. up Exactly, and I am Listen, I am too proud and too thick to be putting myself through that <laughs> I'm sorry This this booty will sit for many things But not for visa officers to ask me stupid questions I'm sorry That's something I refuse That's not my portion in life So you're really not planning then on going? Well, have you tried the
0: process and then it just never panned out or you just like fuck no, I
1: can't. No, I've I've tried applying for a European visa twice mm-hmm. in the past. Not in this context. Um obviously I don't say I won't say obviously, but in this situation it would be slightly different because there there's a relationship to prove and, and all of that. But it is still something that causes me great anxiety. And of, at, at, at my age, having gone through what I've gone through it would take a lot for me to give that sort of power to a petty functionary. And I know that just sounds like an insult, but just giving someone that kind of power over you to decide whether or not you can live your life with the person that you love just makes me very angry and makes me very anxious at the same time. And it makes me unwilling to put myself in that position. That's good. And and, and at least he had, he understands that. So. He understands it fully, he does. Um, See... Like, I've been in relationships, or situationships, whatever you want to call it, with non-Africans. And the one thing that strikes me, or the one thing that, that would strike me, is their lack of understanding of how their own immigration systems work. Yeah. Because they have it easy they, they don't seem to understand that not everyone with... just gets on a plane and just and, rocks and up. goes. Yeah, I'm not going to show up for a, a fun weekend in Marbella just because we bought a plane ticket This is a process, you know, there are documents to be shown, there's time to wait, there's, there are considerations to be made And it always surprises me and, and them suddenly realizing that it, it's also semi-delicious for me because all of a sudden, that pride of thinking You know, we make it so easy for everyone to enter our country They suddenly, mm. you suddenly see this light go off in their heads and they think Oh, the people that I see in my country are not just let in It's an entire process So when, um, have you guys
0: gone back to, to Kenya together?
1: I haven't gone back home since I came here
0: Really? In three years?
1: Don't never, you miss it? No Really? Oh, no. I don't miss it enough. I was
0: so shocked because when I was thinking about oh I'm gonna speak to Mark, let me like just check up on like Kenya. I was so shocked to actually find out Kenya like you can get in prison for kinda of being homosexual. Not in kinda yeah, but And it's... also the it's not allowed same sex marriages.
1: Yes, but it's a weird it's a weird law in that it's not like the anti-homosexual bill that you have in places like Uganda and yeah. Tanzania, because and, and you guys areas. are still
0: protected
1: when yes, people we're are discriminating. Yeah. Yes, we're still protected under the law. You can't fire someone for you know, yeah. any of that. And at the same time, what they what is against the law in my country mm-hmm. is acts against what do they call them? Act, acts against the laws of nature. Acts against the laws of nature. So that basically means. Things like blowjobs, things like anal sex, things like, you know, are not allowed for anyone Really? For anyone I, I, They don't care if really? you're a couple Yeah, that's what, that's what is in the books Now, the thing about it is um, Yes, you can get prosecuted for doing such things But how do they collect the evidence? Because the other side of it is You have a right to privacy Mm mm-hmm. You cannot be entrapped. Any 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 information gathered through um, entrapment or through coercion is not admissible in court. That is why we don't have active cases of that. On top of that, they made was it like four or five years ago? They made the um, gay and lesbian coalition of Kenya a legal entity in my country. So we have a full-on uh, gay rights activism or queer rights activism thing happening and like constantly you see you see them getting getting um protest uh permits granted for them that's to protest good though, cause yeah. that means like within the
0: within a couple of years those uh rights that are all those rules and laws that are in place might change to our favor in the near yeah, future
1: yeah yeah actually something funny happened uh about 10 years ago when we were ratifying the Kenyan Constitution. There was a clause in the was it ten years? I think the one that failed before that. There was a clause in the marriage act that had said that stipulated that marriage is between two consenting adults.
0: Mm.
1: That left a lot of room for I don't know. That is that's too. <laughs> so it took a while for people to catch on, mm-hmm. and they were like, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." This will open the gates, floodgates to blah, blah, blah So they had to scrap that one So now it's just, you know, marriage is between and one then, uh, Well, a man Because we have polygamy Polygamy is legal in Kenya as well So it is between consenting adults Between a man and a woman Of consenting age and all that crap
0: uh, so they just added the man and woman. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Because before that, That's that weird. would fuck Mark. Mark's not getting married. That would have been. That would have essentially just meant everyone, everyone getting get married. married. Yeah, under the law. Yeah. It was, it Which would it really should be, cool. be. It should be. The thing about it is, it's not people who grew up in the city like me who need the that education. activism and they yeah. need that education. People who have lived in cities, people who have, you know, have been in a more metropolitan environment, more cosmopolitan environment, they kind of get it, have been exposed to enough to understand what's happening, right? It is those people who live in the grassroots, people who live up country, people who are still under threat of being stoned to death or being burnt alive or, you know, things like that. And, um... That's that's what that that coalition is for like I honestly if i'm being very honest I really don't care whether I can get married mm. I just want it to be In enshrined in the law That people like me are safe mm. That before someone looks at, before someone looks at me and decides to take drastic action that he feels he is Validated to do under the law, or he's validated to take under the law, he will think twice. He will know that you know I am as much an equal citizen as he is. Because at the moment, what we have is a situation of inequality where someone knows, or we all seem to understand, that the only reason why you and I are seated in the same room. Is because You are allowing me to Not because We are technically equal under the law It is because you are cool Therefore I should be grateful for that Yeah. I would like people like me Back home To live without having to be grateful For any single bit of Peace That comes their way Because we all deserve peace We all deserve peace But under certain laws and under certain, you know, according to certain religions, other people deserve peace more than others. Mm-hmm. And I'm a fan, Who said it? Um, some Owen. people. Some
0: people are more equal than others. Some
1: people are more equal than others. Exactly. And and that makes me very sad. That's one of the reasons why I don't I don't miss home. Mm-hmm. Totally That's the reason why it. I don't miss home. I I lived back home, but I didn't fully exist. Mm-hmm. I didn't fully exist it was either i was a fascinating little oddity or i was something to be shunned i was never just my regular average human being self you know sometimes i just i, I say this a lot i say i would rather just be a boring normal human being than either be your fascination or your point of frustration do you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like every once in a while, every once in a while, I meet people from back home and it reminds me why even even when life is difficult in China, I still think, mm, yeah, I, I can still do this. Like for example, because life here is tough. It can be very tough for, for a foreigner. Um, but for example, last year, um, I was at Mix. Yeah. You know Mix. Uh, this, and it's this shut down. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was there and I was, you know, I was having a, you, you've seen me out. I have my own grand, I have my own little grand ball I don't care whether someone joins me. You, I'm having a good time. You don't give a fuck. I really don't. I really don't. There's a reason why I went out <laughs> <laughs> um, And this guy came up to me oh. and He started talking to me and I could tell from his accent that he was Kenyan, and I said, oh my god, you're a Kenyan He said yes, and he said Yeah, I, I've been watching you dance And I just thought you so well You know, Would you mind if we dance together And something that happens with men in this city I don't know why, but they end up getting Very handsy and gropey with me And I was like, okay, you know I've had a couple of long islands It's fine um, And then at some point As we were dancing, and also African dance I mean, how else do you dance? Um At some point during the dance He leaned into me and said Do you realize if you were back home, I would have burnt you alive? And he found that very funny Not that you would have been I would I would have I Would
0: have I also actually bumped into um, I think it was Cameroon Cameroonian and Then we were at mango so Faith um, knows the guy um, And I was like, okay, okay, cool, Faith's friend So now I'm like Just chatting, we're having a nice drink And then We're just talking, 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 talking And it's like, and then he keeps looking at me And I'm like, I'm like fuck why, like, why, like, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> and then we're just talking And then we smoke, and then he says Do you know If we're in Africa, I would have Stoned you
1: mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I literally took my drink and I walked away because mm-hmm. I was like, no matter how cool you were, you should never utter those words.
1: And forget about what people say. What people call uh, microaggressions—that is not a microaggression. No, that is a full-on, full-on aggression. And I will say this. this: You're lucky. Yeah. And I will say this, and you know, God forgive me or whatever. But it is my experience. I will, I will own my truth. There is nothing that causes more dread in me Than walking down the street in Beijing and seeing a straight black man Mm. I would sooner cross the street I get that I would sooner cross the street And that's something that you know when sometimes you talk to black americans they don't fully understand and you have to explain to them My My aggressors back home The face of my suffering back home the face of my tormentor back home Is mine hmm. It's not some white dude With a shotgun yep. Who's calling me the word It is a man who I went to school with Who at some point Used to call himself my friend Who has decided that it's going he has, he, uh, That he's going to make it His life's mission To make my life Miserable. impossibly yeah. difficult And that is if I am lucky Because there are those he who might are just lucky. end it. He might just end it He might be physical, he might be violent, he might be so many things And those are things that constantly burden you when you're back home And you're thinking that every single move you have to make has to be calculated That back home, I can't just decide I'm stepping out for a a little walk I have to think, how am I dressed? Is my hair covered? How am I walking? You know, who am I talking to? Like back home, I am would I always high have- yes. high-pitched? Yes. Yeah. What, what, what am I presenting or projecting? So back home, my shield would be earphones. Mm. And I would always walk around with, with music playing in my ears. Because at least in that way, even if someone yells something at me, we will not have a point of engagement or interaction because he will know I didn't hear it. Mm. I, will, I won't give them that emotional cue. To know the blow has landed Let's continue Let's continue with the onslaught You know And The thought of Doing that ever again in my life You don't see it Ever again in my life Is
0: And you to pr- protect your peace at the end of the day
1: Exactly And I need to protect my peace And you know every once in a while I meet one of those people You know At least now I I I got over the initial shock of that comment that someone made to me back then And I've fully landed back into myself and every once in a while I'll meet someone who'll say something reckless and stupid and I'll say, well You can always grab a flight and go back home If, If home was that amazing If those oppressive systems are so fucking fantastic for you, never leave Please don't go to a place where everyone is considered equal Or at least everyone has a little bit of freedom And want to curtail it Because those are the same people At least for us Who will then turn around and say We should all support each other because we're black brothers No But it's like, yes, you, I will support you Until you're safe Then you will remember I am there Yeah. And then you will turn your, your, your anger on me
0: and it goes back to the whole uh black this whole black lives matter situation okay. that was happening cuz Billy Porter had also spoken out about um it's hard basically that it's hard for queer folk on the whole spectrum to fully engage the whole black lives matter thing because it's like straight people need us when they need help. Yes. They know us when they need help. The, there but the are minute who they have to
1: when the minute they have to fight for us It's like No Who know,
0: Deal with this on, by yourself
1: I have always found it very strange That Every single Every single Whole Drunk Whatever it is Every single Sinner under the face of the sun Suddenly remembers the bible When a, a gay person steps into the room Yeah Suddenly they remember that there is a bible Yeah And suddenly they are very sanctified and I keep thinking This picking and choosing what you agree with and what you don't it, Sins do not stop where you begin Okay? And sins w- do not stop where you begin What is good for the goose is good for the gander If the bible says mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. worthy, you're not worthy Because you're doing all this mm-hmm. fuckery on the side
0: mm-hmm.
1: And own it And we know your shit that you do
0: Yes And the, the, the one thing like for me that I really Don't want to happen Is that the more I'm growing up, the more I'm becoming desensitized to things. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I'm seeing a lot of my people mm-hmm. being faced with a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. And having to fight for, the, for, for themselves. Mm-hmm. Whereby, you are supporting, you are putting your, you, you yourself out, and you are putting yourself on the line for other people.
1: Who will never come? When for it's you. never your issue. Who will, who will, who will never, never come to your defense? And never
0: ever, ever. I don't even want to say this, but I'm going to say it. And a, a lot of times, it's also women. Yes. Women are 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 a huge problem to the LGBTQ plus um, people because they will leave you just like that. Oh yeah. For their straight men. Oh yes. And it's just oh, yes. like. You're the same person crying to me And telling me your man beat you up Your man raped whoever Your man did A, B and C And you expect me to care But the minute I say A, B and C It's like
1: "Mm, Well, I'm sorry friend And you leave me there like that The disaffectation Mm. makes me very very sick The disaffectation makes me very sick And what also gets me very angry Is with straight women They see especially gay black men as persons as accessories. accessories thank you as accessories they see you as an accessory and they think you know when he's around he's always you know giving me that pep talk and making me feel good about myself nothing like i a hate drug. more than my greatest like friend and i think no i am a human being i am an i am a nice decent human mm. being the reason why i'm being nice to you is because i actually believe you deserve mm. that niceness you know, and I also believe in treating people the way I want to be treated as well I am not going to be an asshole to you because I don't want people to be assholes to me This is not a shtick Yeah I am not your sassy friend This is me You know, and it gets me very upset So It's upsetting me and my homegirl that's <laughs> don't even good. that's 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 not cake we're going to be serving tonight. <laughs> I totally get you like it's it's it's
0: it's very disheartening and it's very disappointing to see people that you give so much respect and love to
1: and you don't get it. You don't get it back. You don't get it back. And a lot of times like at least for me I've decided or especially here in Beijing I try very much not to be A part of cliques or groups Where you're automatically going to be relegated To a certain uh, role You know, that someone is going to only. You know, I, I really used to hate When people would just remember me When they were going out And they would think Oh, because Mark is fun And I think Yes, I'm fun when I want to be I'm a multifaceted human being Once I go home for dinner Yeah Once I go home I don't pack myself in a box And wait until you call me again To show up to your party In mint condition I am not a Barbie doll That you can play around with And I'm also Not a reason for your For your boyfriend Or husband Or whatever it is To be either aggressive Or flirty with me There is another way That you can be around me Mm -hmm. Have you heard of Just being fucking normal? Yeah How about that? Some human decency Just Common human decency You know We have already said We are not tools Mm -hmm. We Are not pawns to be moved around I am not just a like I am not just a post I am not just another social media page That will give whatever it is that you're trying to push A boost Mm -hmm. I am an actual human being And if you are not able to see My needs If you are not able to put me first If you're not, not even, don't even put me first Consider me me. See me Consider me Listen to me If you're not able to This space is only enough for me Yeah I am okay With not supporting every cause Mm. Because And we have to be honest about this If the shoe were on the other foot They wouldn't be here for me Yeah So maybe I am acting preemptively Maybe I'm being hasty, but that is what makes me feel comfortable yeah. Because they would also do what makes them feel comfortable And that would be not supporting me So I, What was it that they said? They came they came for the Jews and I didn't speak up And they came for the who and they didn't speak up That is what is happening And I really don't understand why Africans don't seem to understand that Every single time they think, oh Uh, they say oh you know these laws were brought in by 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 uh, colonialists and then i'm like okay cool it has been 60 years? years since independence what is our excuse now are you not the same one who watches all of those american shows and thinks the gay guy is always amazing are you not the same one who sits across from me and calls me your best friend But suddenly, when it comes to something as fundamental as protecting my rights, aka my life, I don't matter I hear you loud and clear Mm. And if that is the case One of us will have to protect my life Mm. And that's me That's me me. And I will do whatever it takes to safeguard Not only, and I think we're, we're simplifying it It is not only your life But we come from that place where even just basic human life can be ended so quickly it is so trivial that someone will see you and they will decide today my night ends with you and you're gone but even beyond that moving out of those spaces like people like us who are now living in these other places where you know we're cosmopolitan and we are constantly having conversations and all of a sudden you find yourself as a token gay black guy and you have to not gay black african guy and you have to play so many roles And you think, no, this is not good for me mentally either. I can't. This is not good for me spiritually. And it's not good for my skin either. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) On that note,
0: this is Queering It Up. This was our lovely guest, Mark. And I hope you actually take some things that we've said today to account. Because, I mean... Better eat that cake I mean he said it Better eat that cake <laughs> Listen to us Every second weekend On Queering It Up um, And Outside Radio www.outsideradio.live You can catch us On Apple Podcasts On Spotify I know, FM And our Instagram page At Outside Radio um, From me Lele the guy I am At Lele the guy On Instagram And Lele the guy On
1: Twitter Mom Social media pages. Yes, I am Marque Virgen. That is M A R Q U E V I E R G E N. Who? Who? Marque Virgen. Marque Virgen. Why did you spell that again? It means virgin in in Portuguese. (laughs) Eat that. Eat that. Say (laughs) it again. Say it again. Yes. On both on. Instagram and on Twitter I am M A R Q U E V I E R G E L Marque
0: You heard it from
1: Mark and mm-hmm. don't forget
0: to follow us again on Instagram at outsideradio.live. Um, I'm Lele and this was so good. I really hope you take a lot from what we said and good night or goodbye or good morning.
1: Bye bye. Ciao Sit ciao. <laughs>
0: You're listening to Outside Radio.